All right. The other half of sheep is wool, and the fibre markets have perhaps not performed as strongly as some of the food markets that we've seen in recent time. Wool, no exception, big China concentration, but briny, does it look like we've bounced off the bottom of wool and where are we at now and what can we expect? It does look like we've uh, bounced off the bottom. We've consistently seen above the 1,000 cents a kilogram mark over the last couple of months for the EMI. And whilst there has been some intraweek volatility, we have seen that consistent level met, even with the much higher volumes hitting the market, upwards of 30 to 40,000 bales. So what we're seeing is although there has been a drop in the global consumption of retail spending and consumer spending on apparel, that sort of thing, we are seeing that the important autumn winter demand from Europe is still driving demand for that wool product. There's also demand locally from China for the domestic market, as we're saying, they're not being as impacted by any sort of second wave and they're pretty much returned to business as usual in China there. And how are we seeing the animal welfare component play out in pricing and markets in wool at the moment? Um, it's not that long ago that we were over in China when the market was a bit stronger, I might add, a year or so ago, where some of the processors were talking about only wanting non-mules to wool. Um, is that continuing to be a feature of this market? Yeah, it's interesting. We we know that New Zealand's uh, obviously gone 100% non-mules as of 2018. In Australia, it is a bit more of a contentious issue in terms of whether farms are able to go along those non-mules paths. And there is the the new form of non-mulesing in terms of the sheep freeze branding and how that will play out. We are seeing AWEX is coming through with some data that's showing that non-mulesed wool is receiving a premium. It's also receiving higher clearance rates as well, interestingly. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out in terms of the way that they require the labelling of the mules versus non-mules or sheep freeze branding into the market. I think uh, the buyers are, are really keen to understand exactly what's happening there on the farm in order to understand what pricing should be for those particular products. Yes, so some challenging dilemmas there for growers, how they tackle their management decisions with their with their animals. I wonder if there's a view in the room on wool sheep versus cattle still trading in very profitable territory good seasons underpinning that. So wool, sheep, cattle, all looking really strong. Um, who makes the best investment case at the minute? It's an interesting one, Mark. The economics, as Brian has talked about, are, are good for sheep at the moment. Uh, wool has its challenges. Uh, we've talked about in terms of sheep meat and the cattle ones are definitely good. So there will be those levels of decisions made on the economics, which do I think is going to make me more money next year, uh, in the next five years as well. But we've also got to be honest in agriculture that there will certainly be a level of decisions made on what you feel is the specialty you have for your farm and what you would rather be farming. And that even if things perhaps do look better for some producers for cattle, they will stick with farming. It's what they know, it's what they love, it's what they do well, and they are still going to do reasonably well out of it. Thank you, Michael. Um, a positive decision-making there for, for producers.